recording turned on. Hello there, and welcome to Star Wars Warts and All, a podcast where we talk about all the stuff we love about Star Wars, warts and all, and my name is Will. Joining me tonight are my good friends, Ben. Hello. Bill. Hi. And Chris. Misa, your humble servant. <laughs> yeah. Misa, have Jar Jar Binks co-hosting tonight. Surprise. Just doing my best out here. It'll <laughs> uh, be the best impression yet, Chris. Yeah, big surprise from this week's Mandalorian episode. With the return, well, well, we'll get into it. But yeah, so uh, Jar Jar showed up, sort of. But first, I think we kind of have some news. It's basically a repeat of the same news from every other week. More or less. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what's some happening. Some movies got drama. Something <laughs> is happening. Yeah, so there's been reported from many sources this week that Damon Lindelof, the savior that we've kind of fallen back on, <laughs> assuming his Star Wars movie was going to be the next one, he's out. He's gone. Not happening. Let's be honest. From his lost track record, it would, probably would have had a terrible ending anyway. So let's see. where they were going Even with, with that. Ooh. I appreciate how he put it because I would be in the same boat. Uh, he said something like, oh, if I'm in the kitchen, I'd rather be tasting the food than making it. Or I, I don't remember yeah, what he said. Right. But he kind of yeah, had that he, realization. He's too mm-hmm. close to it. You know, He loves Star Wars. He doesn't want to screw it up. So he'd rather not be in that hot seat. And I don't blame him right. for it. I could see that. I guess that makes sense. So now I'm hearing like Stephen Knight, who is one of the uh, creators or creator of Peaky Blinders, might be writing now. Interesting. But honestly, I don't even want to look at it. I'm on board with Chris now. I don't care. I'll see the I movie when it's ready. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of the best uh, part of, well, I guess a lot of shows do this, but not having the writing credits until at the end of the show. Because I don't want to have that like in my mind. Oh, this was written by this guy. Oh, okay. So... I, I am going to be expecting this or this or that. Yeah, you right. Know, like I, we did after it's over. Oh, I really like that episode. I wonder who wrote it. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. It's good to know. So you know, it's just like one of these things. Uh, who cares who wrote it? If you enjoyed it, great. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I am starting to feel like they have an annoying marketing issue here. I'm just like, I don't want to speculate on movies anymore at this point. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> You never Even, really did. So there's rumors that they're supposed to be actually revealing some at Celebration or something. You would think, yeah. They have to do. I don't. Something. I don't even want to see that because there's a chance they <laughs> well, just yeah. won't happen. What did they reveal moment. at the Celebration you went to? Well, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker hadn't been out yet, so right. it was that. Oh, okay. so before <laughs> that, that. Right. Okay. it was that. It was Mandalorian. That wasn't and it the was, whole like Rogue um, Squadron. Jet- all no. those other ones. Okay. No, that's different. No, I think that was at the fan event. Or but they something. had a pretty big reveal for the Rogue Squadron thing, and then that right. fizzled out too. Yeah. It was, I mean, yeah. it was a reveal in the sense that somebody was just like, yeah, we're making it. But well, they had that like, whole little like spiel with her in the cockpit of a fighter jet, like saying, you know, it's like, yeah, it was, yeah but a, it was, there was, no, there was no and, scenes that had actually been shot yet if they start showing trailers oh, no, of yeah. things so unless there's an actual like teaser right then, right 
I don't yeah. like. I'm not gonna waste my yeah. time. But I like honestly, wishing. the track record is that even safe? Because look at what happened with like Solo. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> even Rogue One, to some degree, it's just kind of it's gonna be what it's gonna be. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So we already spent too much time on that. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> We just spent three minutes saying how we don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> so another another little thing that popped up just uh, yesterday, I think, was StarWars.com released a recipe for the yellow travel biscuits <laughs> yeah. from the last episode of The Mandalorian, Pershing's favorite. I feel like favorite. I need to, to try this this weekend. Yeah, I'm curious. Oh, yeah, that would be good. It doesn't look too complicated. No, that's, a, that's a very standard cookie recipe. Just like a, yeah, it's a cream cheesy, lemony, ginger, rose water thing going on there. I don't have rose water, though. I'd have to I'd have to track that down. I have some yeah. somewhere. Might not be here with me, but I know I've Sounds had like some in the past. Michael's or yeah. where, where do you even get that from? I don't even know. Mm, sounds like a trip to Michael's or one of those places. A specialty just, shop, yeah. So that was fun. And then the only other thing I put on here, just because... It's almost like a reminder to myself. There's only two episodes left of The Bad Batch, which has oh, really what? ended up on the back burner. I, I got to catch up more. It's great, though. From what I've seen. It's been terrific. Uh, this last episode is really good. Really? I, I have not seen the latest one from mm. this week, but I but I was caught up to that point. Really good. Um, and the last two were really good. Because I fall, I fall into the trap of thinking like, oh, it's just a cartoon show. It's like for kids or whatever. But the it's subject not, matter is... It's as, good, yeah. Yeah, it's, right. it's it goes back like and lore forth, building yeah. and everything. Yeah, that's true. It's got the sort of more silly, lighthearted episodes thrown in too. But anyway, yeah, two episodes left of that. And I, this is uh, the halfway point for The Mandalorian Season 3 here. Right. Yeah, I realized that earlier mm-hmm. too and got disappointed. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, man. So let's, let's get into episode... Uh, Chapter 20. 20, I guess. <laughs> Chapter 20. All right. So technically, this should be our shortest episode yet because it is the shortest episode of The Mandalorian yet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it went pretty quick. Solid, yeah. though. Jam-packed. Too quick. Wow. Yeah. More so after Great. the longest episode yet. So. Right. right. Felt a little little brief but all right let's let's just jump in with uh where the episode opens we're on the planet with the with the whole mandalorian covert and they're out doing combat drills and duels on the beach around that lake that monster infested lake dare dare i say a training montage directed by carl apollo creed himself carl weathers i forgot (laughs) to mention carl weathers director of this episode (laughs) And a good action episode, too. He's got a knack yeah. for that. I love this scene, though, because it was just like, of course they're just going to spend their free time fighting each other, sparring with each right. other. Like, yeah. It makes sense. I like seeing some of the stuff that, uh, like the vibro knife, I like seeing that and the um, uh, that one guy who had the EE3, Boba Fett's carbine. Right. They were just shooting at the water, just like for just, sport. I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. That's what... Cool yeah. people do, right? They just shoot guns at nothing for no, no reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the, it leads to Din uh, bringing Grogu over to challenge the kid from the first episode who we saw giving the creed. Uh, he's going to challenge him to a duel of wrist-mounted paintball shooters. What are they called? Dart? Dart shooters? Darts. darts. Yeah. Training yeah. darts. Training and darts. then uh, 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 eventually Grogu wins 
And as a result, a dragon carries the other kid away. That's how I yeah. took that scene. <laughs> <laughs> really showed him. Yeah, what uh, kind of creatures don't eat people on this planet? I mean, yeah, there's right? some giant predators. <laughs> like it's first kind of crazy. <laughs> Although it's prob- that's probably the point. Like they they had to pick a planet that was otherwise considered to be inhabitable or whatever yeah, uninhabitable, true. uninhabitable. But it's uninhabitable. it's interesting because that creature is a shriek hawk. They called it, mm. which is um, oh yeah, you're right, right. Oh, yeah, the shriek hawk. That's um, what's his name's symbol. Um, Paz Vizsla? Clan Vizsla's symbol is the Shriekhawk. Oh. I just kept calling it a dragon because it looks just like a straight up dragon. (laughs) It's got a weird nose on top of its head. It does. Yeah, Yeah, that's gross. (laughs) And the babies just look like baby birds, which is appropriate. (laughs) Something, first, just to mention it here, and we've already kind of said this for the season, but Grogu is kicked up a notch big time Mm -hmm. here. Just like with the adorableness, his mobility. Yeah. His his facial expression, especially in the next in the next scene, especially where you really he like emotes in a way that he never has before. Yeah, with those big old eyes and ears. It's like, yeah. it's like they're upgrading yeah, they... the the effects on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. I kind of like this scene where he's sitting on the beach and all the crabs are walking towards him, and he's like, "Right, it's like what is going on here?" Like, well, I thought oh, he was using the force it, at exactly. first. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost looked like he wasn't able, or he was struggling to use it. But it was just him watching these crabs. Right, just waiting. <laughs> I figured he was going to chow down on that one that he picked up, but... Yeah. He might have. No way I didn't caught. The, uh, the other, I made like a little list here of some of the uh, the like lore for the tribe of this this covert. Like, the, the, what is the way, right? They're like slowly defining what is, what is the way of the Mandalore. Right. Because they mention a lot in this scene, actually. They mention first that... Uh, eventually Grogu will have to rise from foundling to apprentice. Right. Mm-hmm. Which sounds very like Jedi-like to me. Mm-hmm. Or any apprenticeship, any, really. But Any sort of, yeah, RPG, you know, apprentice, then what's next? <laughs> Journeyman, and then master. And, you know, it's just... <laughs> Presumably, yeah. Yeah. And he also refers to himself as Grogu's ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. really sounds backwards, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I always think of, like, Robin as Batman's ward. Right, that's exactly... The ward is the one that you watch over, but in this case for Mandalore, uh, the ward is the guardian, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you mm-hmm. also have this judge who's setting up the duels and has just another another layer of responsibility, I guess, uh, or hierarchy among the tribe. What else? Uh, oh, he mentions that Grogu doesn't have a helmet yet because he can't speak the creed, so you just have to be able to say the creed. That's what that boy was mm-hmm. doing in the opening scene, but that's all it takes. You say it, you get the helmet, and now you're you're in. Yeah. Oh, and there's this line that they say a couple times, one doesn't speak unless one knows. I really mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't make assumptions because it'll it'll get you beaten in a paintball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by a tiny little creature. Yeah. Uh, so the next bit is this dragon carries away the boy, they chase after it, and they run out of jetpack juice. So Bo-Katan flies her ship to track the dragon down, and she comes back and they plan this whole ass- assault on the nest, um, so she's going. With did you Din did you catch Vizsla. Did you catch the what? whole thing when when they run out of fuel in the jetpacks and they land and Paz Vizsla's like, it always gets away. So like yeah. this thing clearly eats Mandalorians yeah. on a regular it's not basis. Right. First time. Well, yeah, you saw it in its nest. You saw a bunch of helmets. 
Well, and I didn't, Ben, I'm glad you pointed this out. The thing is called a Shriekhawk. I didn't put that together because when they're making the plan of assault, the, the armorer right. says, assemble the Shriekhawk training team. Yeah. Which oh. I think would be a great band name. But it's also, <laughs> it also shows that they're training these things. So at the end, when they bring those babies back, they, I assume, are going to be training them. Uh, that's why there's a training team, right? Wait, did I you say training team or hunting team? I, training team oh. i'm pretty sure i'll have to <laughs> i'll have to double check but i had the subtitles on i thought she said okay that makes a lot more sense then yeah so this whole group is gonna is gonna head out to hopefully save this kid because apparently others were not so lucky but grogu stays behind with the armorer and um apparently the forge is magic that causes flashbacks yeah. because he flashes <laughs> back again <laughs> As the music swells. And uh, this time, this is awesome. We see Grogu's escape from the Jedi Temple, yes. where he's helped out by a very familiar face. It's Ahmed Best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. so excited at this. <laughs> I was like... I want... Uh, yeah. I, I wonder whoever has actually watched the... What is it called? Jedi Temple Trials <laughs> yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For whoever has watched that, they got like 30 seconds head start on the rest of us because they in the scene they said get him to Kellerin get him to Kellerin and so those people like oh my god I know who that is that's Ahmed Best they're gonna go see and then the door opens yeah but then all of us are just like oh my god at that point when we could have been like freaking out ahead of time because of the name so before we dig in deeper let's just say Ahmed Best as Chris alluded to with his intro is the actor who portrayed and voiced Jar Jar Binks in episode one, Phantom Menace. Right. And he also returned recently. Actually, I think this was announced at your celebration, Bill. The, Am yeah, I wrong? Yeah, because he was actually there. He was there. Yeah, he made his triumphant or, return. Or talked to the Star Wars show guy. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, they had him yeah. appear in this this uh, Jedi Temple Challenge, which is kind of like a game show for kids, like a, almost like Double Dare or Guts or that Legends sort of thing. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Ninja Warrior. Yeah, Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Jedi yeah, style. like Ninja Warrior. Yeah, any of those sort of challenge, physical and mental challenges. Um, and he, in that, portrays a Jedi named Keller and Beck, who was apparently alive and around during the time of the Clone Wars. Yeah, so the YouTube show... That wasn't technically like can like he wasn't a canon character before this, right? Like I this, didn't think so, but I could be wrong. I, I mean, this I assumed this made him like an actual canon character. This yeah, this episode that was my right. That was which what I, I think is awesome. Too. Which is clever. Yeah, it's just really really well done. Well, and it's fitting too. Hell yeah! In all of our our uh, our uh, talkings about these episodes, I never once in the history of the world thought Grogu was going to be saved. Yeah, that's why, and it still felt satisfying. Oh yeah, he was awesome. I feel like it was fitting for him to be this Jedi, this Kaloran, to be there, saving a youngling because his whole purpose was kind of like trainer of young Jedi. I'm pretty sure that's like his. Like they've taken the Jedi Temple thing and turned it into canon for his character's backstory for like he, sure that, right that, like he that was, was responsible job. for younglings yeah, yeah 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 now on the flip side mm. how are people who have no idea who he is or what he represents how are they going to react to this do do they even care yeah no they wouldn't no if you were if you were like oh I hope it's Mace Windu or something. 
then you probably also knew who Ahmed Best is. I, I, I think that <laughs> possibly yeah. the more important part is that he brings them to a Naboo ship. Yes. Right. That was that really, really cool. more of a... And the Naboo guards mm-hmm. are there. Yeah. With the yeah. awesome blaster sounds. Which, again, yeah. he originally played a Gungan, which is a native from right. Naboo. So that right. connection is really clever, too. The fact so, that right. his yeah. friends are from Naboo. Yeah. Maybe one of his friends is Jar Jar Binks exactly. himself. It's like Maybe. when you're a... Uh, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Huh? Yeah, maybe Jar Jar sent that ship. Oh. To... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he yeah. passes him off to Jar Jar. Now. He's going to get on the radio and do like uh, Adam West in that Batman episode. <laughs> He's going back and forth between the two voices. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, not to bring it down, but this is warts and all. As fun as that scene was, it was a lot of just him on a bark speeder at a green screen, kind of leaning left and right. Yeah. Like. yeah. And they were like, all right, you sit there and you just like go like this, like dodge back and forth and we're going to make it look awesome. <laughs> and it was pretty yeah, cool, I mean, but it, it kind of yeah. stood out to me as looking a little, you know, a little green screeny, I guess. A little volume probably. A little Star Wars-y maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it reminded me of episode two and episode three. I was mm-hmm. totally all yeah, about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So the way I looked at that was this whole episode is straight out of the Clone Wars. Like they took an animated show and made an entire live action yeah. episode of mm-hmm. the Clone Wars with this this whole yeah. this whole episode. And that yeah. oh, maybe yeah. that's why it was so short because it was it was like matched built the like length, a uh, it matched the yeah. length of a Clone Wars episode, right? Well so, it makes sense because Dave Filoni is the co writer for this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh was he? I yeah. missed that. Yeah. This was his episode. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I think, yeah, anything with a Grogu flashback, I believe, was written by Dave Filoni. Oh, cool. That makes sense, because cool. it's straight out of Clone that Wars. Was all new, right? That was all new dialogue recorded by Tamora Morrison as well for the clones. For the clones, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. The double lightsabers was awesome, too. Just going to throw that one out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was, a, he was clearly skilled in the dual blades. Well, wow, he just picked it up from a dead Jedi. So who knows? He must he have practiced. Trained in it, yeah. Just <laughs> sheer force of will to defend it. With this two magical. Ray, Ray has beam. taught us with two lightsabers, anything is possible. That's all it takes. There's <laughs> two lightsabers. Yeah, then wow. you got all that the Jedi. She no is all the Jedi, so she has Kelleran back in her. <laughs> That's right true. She channeled Kelleran in that moment. Wow. That them. scene just also clearing up all the nonsense yeah. from that movie. That that scene also harkened back to the previous episode because when they're flying around, they fly past that carnival that they were at. Yeah, and, yeah, with the, uh, the where yeah. you could see Monument Point top, yeah. and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, my kids even noticed that; they were excited. <laughs> that was the entire purpose of the episode before. It was just that one right. Scene. Yeah, fifty-eight <laughs> minutes just to <laughs> see the rock at that one part, <laughs> so people wouldn't ask any questions about it. Yeah, they wouldn't do a, a you know from a certain point of view about the rock. The rock, oh, they could <laughs> force sensitive rock. Yeah. The uh, the other thing that I took from this, and like I said, Grogu's expressive face really sells it. Uh, you forget that he has gone through some serious trauma in his little life. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. is suffering from you got to figure some major PTSD. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I kind of worry for him a little bit. Like he looked really down in the dumps during that. He flashback. looked scared. At I first. don't yeah. remember a lot 
uh, I don't know if I've really noticed, but I in this episode, there's a lot of shots from his point of view, like down low to the ground, looking up mm-hmm. at Din or at the armor as as he's walking into the cave and looking at all the apparatus and everything mm. for the forge and everything. I don't know if that's like a Carl Weathers uh, decision, decision yeah. or or you know if it's written in by John and Dave, but it could it's, yeah, it's either, yeah. something I that's noticed. Good, I don't know if interesting. that's true or not. I did not notice that. I'm going to go back and look for those shots. Uh, and this also obviously begs the question, do you think we're going to get more of this flashback? Because yeah. where where mm-hmm. did they go? Oh, yeah. What yeah, happened definitely. next? Yeah. They've only shown one in the past in, in a single season, though. I don't know. I mean, it does seem like they're building a lot more in this season, so I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if right. we saw mm-hmm. a little bit more. It's kind of like, season. yeah. Yeah, you can't well, they count also, on anything. They've said they have no end in sight for the series, so... Right. Well, that's, I'm that's, sure we'll explore more. That's kind of my thought. Is like we might not see it until season four, <laughs> right? But yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised too. Yeah, right. I mean. either, either way, honestly, this whole season has surprised me so far, in a good way. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I don't know what to expect. But well, we were talking about we're that. We're gonna get the fate. We were talking about that before it dropped. It was like, what was gonna be the surprising moment this season? There always is one. It's apparently the entire season so far. It's, yeah, I mean this. Yeah, what this, this is, could be it, and if it is, I'm happy with with what we got here with Ahmed Best. That was really surprising and fun. Yeah, but I would not be shocked if they've got more up their sleeves. Oh, I'm sure. Oh they yeah, do. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Uh, Filoni has teased oh. talk about bringing animated characters to to live action. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised to see somebody else show up at some point. And it's just a question of is it somebody you care about? <laughs> but they make you care. Oh yeah, I mean more on that they, later. Look at what they did with Bo-Katan. I mean, okay, more yeah. on that now, Ben. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> so the armorer fits Grogu with his next piece of armor, which is this big old button for his chest, <laughs> yeah. which does not look very comfortable or no, practical. It's totally going to come into play at some point when he gets shot or something yeah, in like the chest. The and Bible in the at, chest pocket. Yeah, yeah. After he gets nuts with the Joker, he's going to get shot in the chest. And <laughs> she called it a rondelle, but where does that actually go on their full armor? I don't know. Where does anything go on this freak of nature that is Grogu? <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to fit a helmet on him? Is it going to have ear slots or they just flop down? That's that would be uncomfortable. Question. I don't know. Where was I? Right. He gets his, he gets his big button and uh, Bo-Katan and the war party set up camp. Uh, while they wait for the morning to climb up to the dragon's nest. So I have a question. Did anyone else think, yeah. wait, are they really going to wait a day to save this kid? Like, Thank is he you. not yes. eaten by, by this point? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they they waited like two days because she came back. Yeah. And then when they finally get up there. Then he's like, okay, now we got to rush. Things regurgitating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's been in his stomach for this long, or or did he just <laughs> yes. swallow it to was, puke it back up for the kids? I don't know. Yeah, that, that had to have been a little bit of humor, right? Like meant to be, maybe, a little yeah, bit or humorous, just like, yeah, whatever. Suspension of disbelief. It's up. not a big deal. I don't care. Just to make him look like a bird. Yeah. Well, I think it was more of a suspense thing because they're like, "Where is he? He's not here," kind of thing. Yeah, no, you know? I, yeah. and then yeah. But no, I think they waited two days because they were chasing it during the daytime. Bo-Katan f- chased it in her ship and did that apocalypse now 
homage. Like sunset. While the yeah. sun was going down. Yeah. And then she came back when the sun was back up and then they left and then they waited another day. So it was like two, three, almost three days. <laughs> yeah, it did seem <laughs> a little, a little long. <laughs> Dragging nice. their feet a bit. I'll wait for the Shriek Hawk uh, episode to explain yeah, it all. From a certain point of view. Yeah. We skipped over though when, um, when they're camping out for the night, I and mean, this is the reason why they waited. Oh yeah, yeah. so they yeah. could see oh, them yeah. all eat, and sure. we learned we learned about their eating habits and how the right. leader gets to stay by the fire. That was of the more... uh, what do they call it? War band or something? The war, war, party. war party. War party. War party. Yeah. Which is more lore, like part of the way, which was yeah, interesting, right? Well, and how she reacts to it too. She didn't seem too enthused with that either. Because I feel like she was happy to be the leader. And in a position where she's directing people, but then again, she's all isolated because she can't take her helmet off around them or something. I don't know. Right. She's oh, like, yeah. It's- you know, I want to be part of this group, but I can't because I can't take my helmet off without people around. Right. right. Yeah. Takes you and back to the, when we first saw her this season, sitting yeah. alone on her throne. Hmm. This whole Mandalorian way and everything and them training and and just sparring with each other and and everything like that it always reminded me of like vikings in general which yeah it's definitely inspired yeah and that and that uh, was kind of proven when they announced what the name of the kid was because his name Uh, is ragnar mm -hmm. um which is there's a what's the name of that viking lagnar ragnar loth well it sounds like ragnarok even it's just missing the ock at the end yeah, but there's a famous Viking or something named Ragnar Loth- Lothback or something. Um, so I, I always I always did the Viking connection there. I'm sure you're right. Of, That's probably yeah. exactly where they got the name from. And it, we already mentioned that he turns out to be the son of Paz Vizsla, right? Uh, no, I don't think we talked about that yet. That no. was I feel like well, that, was that was the big reveal at this point. Yeah, yeah. he's his son, and uh, yes, yeah, so unfortunately, when Mama Bird coughs up the boy uh she ends up carrying him off again this time also with dad in its mouth Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the mandalorians jump into action this is a great another great action scene as they fly after the thing and bring it down uh and in the chaos of the fight bo-katan loses a shoulder pauldron right din grabs Mm -hmm. the boy heroically out of the air and returns him safely to his father. So it seems like they're all friends now. So again, I got no bead on who's the bad guy here because I thought it was going to be Bo-Katan. Pretty sure she's in love with Din now. Thought it was going to be Paz. Pretty, pretty sure, sure he's, he's cool with them now. With I'm pretty Din sure now. he's in love with Din now too. Yeah. You know, the boy doesn't have a second father. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think this is all setting them all up to be one tribe again or one... Mm-hmm. Mandalorian culture again, and the the bad guy's gonna end up being the Empire again. Or, um, I mean, who right. who else would be the bad guy in Star Wars, other than yeah, the Empire or First Order or whatever? It's like Mo- right. Maz says, the Talk only fight fans. always be- mm. between good and evil or whatever. Mm. Light versus the dark. Yeah, true. And meanwhile, that we're getting all these little like. Uh, red herrings, I guess, of who, who to watch out for. It's like, it's right. going to be Bo? No, it's not her. Is it going to be him? No, no, not him. It's going to be... <laughs> so, 
Moff Gideon. <laughs> it's going to be adding, He's going to turn to the dark side. That's what? <laughs> so are we adding another number here to Giant Monster Zero Din 3? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, one giant monster got his due. The the, the crocodilian thing got a oh, yeah. nice oh, yeah. snack. Another one, yeah. uh, another one oh, that popped out of the water to eat. That was straight out of Jurassic World. Yeah. Jurassic There's World. always a bigger fish. To quote Qui Gon Jin, yeah, that's what I thought of the the fish. I guess he's a well, he's not really a fish. I guess they're all no, more yeah. lizard monsters just, or something. Just saying, the Sando Aqua Monster from Naboo. Yeah. Uh, and then when they return to the camp, just to just to wrap this up, they bring back those baby dragons and they refer to them as foundlings. Um, again, leading me to think that they're going to train these things and probably. Fly around on them oh, at some yeah. point. They're going to be flying around on those things. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then once they could speak, they'll say the creed and get their own little helmets. <laughs> yeah, right. If you, but if they call <laughs> them foundlings in this case, should we be worried that all the other foundlings are just the children of the people they've murdered in the past? And say, oh, no, we'll true. take you in and raise you as our own. Sorry we <laughs> murdered your parents, but it's, it'll be Din, all right. I think Din said foundlings as kind of like a joke. Could I hope be. so. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think. Yeah, you're probably. Yeah, right. I think that he, he's just, like, "Oh, we got three more foundlings for you," kind of thing, instead of just like, yeah. "Look at what we found." <laughs> the armor is like, "I got too many mouths to feed. What is this? <laughs> what are you doing to me?" And then the final scene. This is probably my favorite scene of the episode in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. Bo-Katan missing her pauldron is offered a new one by the armorer and is given the choice of signet and she goes with the mythosaur right and they have a really interesting conversation here at the end mm-hmm. it keeps it ambiguous Bo- well bogotan is adamant that she's seen it Right, but she's like, it's almost like a child, like talking to her mother or something, be like, is this, like, could I have seen this? Is this real? And I love that the response, the, the armorer tells her, when you walk the way of the Mandalore, you will see many things. And Bo-Katan says, but it was real. And her response is just, of course, this, this is, is the, the way. This is the way. Now, in the moment, Okay, I was thinking, the armorer is, is just basically telling her, like, yeah, it's real. What, you think we were crazy this whole time? <laughs> like, we believe this, obviously. I don't take my helmet off ever. Like, th- this is real to me. It's finally real to Bo-Katan. And when I brought this up to my wife, because I was, like, I was really, like, mulling over the scene and, and, and how, like, how much I'm enjoying Bo-Katan's growth, really, this season... Mm-hmm. And she said, well, yeah, it's like if you talk to a priest. A priest has never actually seen God, but he's so, his faith is so strong that obviously, yeah, if you if, if you have a, a religious experience, mm-hmm. yeah, of course you did. It's because God is real. That's why. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's, it's just making this a very clear, like, religious thing. In that yeah, moment, sure. yeah. she, like, sees the light, I think. It, she's starting, it's, like, slowly unraveling, for, or not unraveling, maybe raveling for her. I don't know what you call it, but... But I've, we've got the added wrinkle of them wearing helmets all the time, so you can't use, you know, facial, uh, facial right. expressions and non-verbal yeah. cues. So it's it's even right. more ambiguous. Yeah. But, the body lang- but the body language is so good, too, because in that scene, she's like, I saw one, 
And the armorer just like stops and is like, someone what? And she's like, a mythosaur. And then like, she's like taken aback a little bit, but it's all through body language. It, it was an awesome scene. Yeah. It was an absolutely awesome. Yeah, because scene. she doesn't, she doesn't not believe her. She right. might find it hard to believe, but when you walk the way of the Mandalore, yeah, that's possible. I mean, that that's the way. Then that's yeah. why they follow the path. Like mm-hmm. it, that's, yeah. It was just a really powerful scene, and and again, like the whole. I think the fact that Bo-Katan's sitting down and the armor, it just like gives this this like child to parent sort of. Mm-hmm. thing like she's asking the expert now it's like listen i don't know about this whole path of the mandalore as much as you do could this be legit and her answer is just uh yeah <laughs> i mean obviously <laughs> i don't know i i, well, I even, just feel like see, I, I did I, not the, i did not expect to to be so uh, like engrossed in bo katan's journey but like here i am this is my favorite part of the season so far so i, I think yeah. i i agree with you but i think in the moment when i was watching it i had a different takeaway that it was they were kind of setting the audience up for was it real or was it not real? And like keep to keep you guessing as to whether or not we were going to see the mythosaur later, or did she just have some spiritual vision or whatever? Like, right. Right. Well, and then again, going back to get it, she's going back to get the mythosaur. Right. I think honestly, Mm. since the audience saw it, it's going to end up being a real living thing. But to to Bill's point, I think it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter to the armor whether it's real or not, because right. if, yeah. if you're if you have faith, then it was real. Yeah, right? and that's what you know? you're and saying. And if you the whole follow point, the path, yeah. yeah, yeah, then of course it was real. Like that's that's what they're all about. <laughs> and again, I feel like that's why that was the way you redeem yourself because they know that there's something about those waters. There's something there that can that can bring out this like spiritual awakening. It just happens to be a mythosaur for the Mandalorians, I guess. But I mean, why would they yeah. even name it a mythosaur if they believe that it's real? I, I prefer mythosaur. Why? Well, yeah, I know you do. Meth- what? It's what like the mithral and the Mithra. whatever else. Mythosaur. Yeah, well. <clears throat> I do. I do wonder though. Was the first mythosaur called a mythosaur, or was it only called a mythosaur years later Bob. when they felt it was a myth? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, a good question. Oh, now we're getting too deep. All right. What came first, the chicken or the mythosaur? So it was a great episode. Too short, but fantastic. I do kind of like the thought that maybe the Clone Wars, like an episode of the Clone Lives Wars, on. was kind of like an inspiration for this. So yeah, and it was not the it's not the first time an episode of this show has felt like a uh, like it was pulled straight out of the Clone Wars. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, which is why I was saying last week about an anthology series like Clone Wars, but live action, you do a couple episode arcs. I feel like that would be great. Yeah, but I I, I kind of came to the realization that's what this is. When that's you watch these shows, you yeah. see yeah. the Star Wars logo, you know, with the... the That's the whole I mean, point like, of this Mandoverse, is to do that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, but I meant like... It's not the Mandoverse. As a full... As like a full season. And I guess if you technically, because they're all so short, I guess if you technically put them all together. Right. And just like short an episode. Remove count. the titles from them and just call them like, like yeah. Star Wars 1. 52 Wars episodes two. a year, one a week, no breaks. Just yeah. jump from timeline to timeline. It's fine. <laughs> Give people that as much time cool. as they need to produce them. And just, mm. oh, this one's ready? All right. Let's kick it back to the prequel area. Just send it in. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. As long as you introduce him like Casey Kasem. 
We're going to kick it back to the prequel era tonight with uh, Star Wars number 12. <laughs> Coming at you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we got trivia. I came up with a trivia question. We already alluded to it, though. So let's see if you guys know the specific answer here. Oh, boy. Um, I was really excited, obviously, to see Keller and Beck, but also to see the Naboo troopers and the ship that they escaped in. My question is, what type of ship? What's the name of that ship that Grogu and Keller and Beck escape from the clones in? Uh, what? What's the name of that ship? Oh, Chris obviously knows. Oh. Do I? What? Well, I- are we talking like the the class of the ship or the actual like designation? The name? No, no, no. Like the type of ship, the type, the class. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know that it's exactly the same as the one we we're familiar with, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a word in mind. Good. I think I do I'm looking too. for a word. It's a. <laughs> there's a quote that comes to mind. Where, I have to say name. it in a certain. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 Racist okay. voice. Yeah. <laughs> Chris knows where I'm going with this. All right. We're going to lock in answers. Ah, there it is. Oh, oh, okay. So you, that's the part you were looking for. Got it. The Nubian. It's a Nubian what? Oh, there's there's more? I don't well, there's a... You don't know the next one? J- I didn't know the next J-237. one. That's why I made a it's, it's not the new- same, though. It's a Nubian yacht. Apparently... Yacht? To be very specific, it's an H-type Nubian yacht, but I was looking for Nubian. No one else has got a Nubian, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Make you a pizza pie, though, eh? (laughs) Is he supposed to be Italian? What is that accent? Jewish. Jewish. That's that's the problem. He's stingy with money. Yeah, it was not a good idea. Stereotypes. All right. So we all got it then, Nubian. Well done. What are, what are the standings? Who's who's in the lead right now? Get out of here. No one. You, you, you know full well that that fell Chat through. GPT instantly. is in the lead, actually. Boring <laughs> yeah. conversation anyway. Well, that's our episode. It was twice as long as the actual episode of The Mandalorian, so I hope you enjoyed uh, listening. And, uh, <laughs> it's the shortest in a while. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be under 40 minutes when all's said and done, I think. Yeah. Give us a uh, shout-out on Twitter. And we will ch- we will check it. Give us a review on whatever lets you review podcasts. Apple, Spotify. Send us an email. Say hello. Send us a voicemail on Gmail. Yeah, know. we'll have to, we'll have to do, <laughs> do a shout-out. Uh, guys, got any fan art of what you think we might look like? <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. And, <laughs> and no. <laughs> Please don't show us that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Till the spire. Till the spire.